Welcome to A Word from the Word on Sound of Truth Podcast. In this podcast episode, you're going to hear a shorter version of a message I delivered to the wonderful people of Harvest Jacksonville. So if you're able, grab a Bible and join me for A Word from the Word. We are now in the book of Exodus, just a few verses near the end of chapter 2. 400 years have passed since the close of the events in the book of Genesis with the life and death of Joseph. And God's people in Joseph's lifetime had transferred from the promised land, Canaan, what we know as Israel now, to Egypt. And then they were in favor with Pharaoh when they arrived in Egypt. But 400 years have passed, and in that time frame, they've gone from a favored minority to a very small minority, just a family of about 70 people to now upwards of almost 2 million people, and they have become increasingly less favored by the Egyptians to the point now where they're enslaved by the Egyptians. They are a persecuted minority. And when we pick up the story in Exodus 1, this is, this is the situation. They're in slavery, they're being treated harshly, but God is preparing for them a deliverer course, by the name of Moses. And the book of Exodus is focused on Moses and his leadership of God's people to deliver them out of slavery and point them to the promised land. We pick up with our story in chapter 2 before they realize that God has been preparing a deliverer for them. And in the midst of their hardship, we read in these verses, verses 23 through 25. During that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, And their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. All of the events that occur in the book of Exodus go back to the cries of God's people for help. God responds when we cry out to Him. The first example we see of God's people crying out to Him is found back in Genesis chapter 4. You might remember the very last sentence in Genesis chapter 4. At that time, men began to call on the name of the Lord. It's been said that everything in the spiritual realm begins with prayer. Now, we know that actually everything in the spiritual realm begins with God initiating a relationship with His people. But we respond to that initiation through the cries of our heart, through prayer. That's what begins for us a tangible relationship with the Lord, is when we cry out to Him. It starts for the believer with the Holy Spirit convicting of us our sin and showing us, of a need, showing us a need for a Savior in our lives, the gospel coming to us, and then us responding by crying out to the Lord for salvation. The Bible says in Romans 10, 13, for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You've got to call out for God for his salvation in your life in response to the good news of the gospel. The bad news is we're all sinners. We need to be saved. The good news is there is a willing Savior. His name is Jesus and the awesome God who sent Jesus, the Father sent Jesus because he loves us and he desires for us to be saved. He doesn't, he isn't willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so the cry of repentance, the cry of Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner, like Jesus talked about in Luke chapter 18. Now, God's people were suffering greatly, and they called out to God. They they groaned, and they cried out, and God heard their cries. That's the point of Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 through 25, and that's the point I want to bring home to us in this particular message. God hears our cries. Let's think about the situation they were in. They were in a foreign land. They were a minority, 
and they were enslaved. Now, all of us, to some degree or another, suffer. So, there's a sense in which all of us can identify with being in that position of crying out to the Lord. It can be any type of trial. It can be a broken relationship. It can be disease or sickness in your life. It can be lack of purpose. It can be mental anguish, mental illness. There's all kinds of things in our lives that can come into our lives and that are heavy burdens upon us where we reach the point where we just cry out to God. We groan and we cry out to God in our anguish, in our sorrow, in our brokenness, in our suffering, in the midst of perhaps injustice or illness. The good news is God hears our cries. And He is preparing for us deliverance. He has already prepared a deliverer. His name is Jesus. Moses, in a real sense, is a symbolic prefigure of Christ. Moses is the one who provides, he's the leader who leads them out of slavery, just as Jesus leads us out of slavery to sin. He's the deliverer. What's great about this passage and its location in chapter 2 is that all of chapter 1 and chapter 2's events up to this point was painting the picture of the misery and suffering God's people were in, while God was also preparing a deliverer for them in the person of Moses. And so, no matter where you find yourself in life, whatever circumstances where you feel persecuted, treated harshly, treated unjustly, if you live long enough on, in, <laughs> on this rock we call Earth, the third planet from the sun, you are going to encounter heartache, brokenness, pain, suffering, injustice, and you'll find yourself crying out to God. Now remember this, God hears your cries, and He cares. It says He was concerned about them. He cares. He is already preparing deliverance for you. Don't know what form that will be, but He's already preparing deliverance for you, and it will arrive on time. It may not be your timetable. They were already suffering when Moses was born. Now, Moses, at 40 years old, flees from Egypt. This is all of the events in chapters 1 and 2. Goes out and he's a shepherd for 40 years before God speaks to him, as we're about to find out in chapters 3 and 4 and following. 80 years old when he comes to Egypt for God to use him to set God's people free. 80 years of suffering. 80 years of persecution. God's timetable is not our timetable. But that, that doesn't mean that God hasn't heard our cries and that God doesn't care. He hears your cries, and He cares. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2023.